In this bulletin, the federal government takes further steps towards the phasing out of the live sheep export trade. Former Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull to appear at the RoboDebt Royal Commission next week. And in sport, Canada's female football team reaches a pay deal. With all the latest from the SBS newsroom, I'm Hannah Kwan. The federal government is establishing an independent panel to determine the timeline to phase out live sea exports. Labor committed to phasing out live sheep exports by sea as part of its election campaign. Federal Agriculture Minister Murray Watt says the government does not want to rush the process, but says the industry needs to transition to a new future. So we think there's a real opportunity there for WA farmers and processors and of course for more Aussie jobs right here in Australia. Uh, in Western Australia in particular, uh, to do more value-adding in this industry. Former Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull will face the Royal Commission into the troubled robo-debt scheme on Monday. Mr Turnbull is due to give evidence about his knowledge of the scheme from when he was leader between 2015 and 2018. Students across Australia have been protesting today as part of a global climate strike demanding better policies to address environmental issues. The group is advocating for having 100% public renewable energy by 2030, as well as resourcing First Nations-led solutions to guarantee land rights and care for country. Grade 12 student Owen McGee is calling on the federal and state governments to take further action on climate change. So we're here to send a very clear message that enough is enough and we won't settle this inaction on the climate crisis. We know who's going to be most affected by the climate crisis. It is our First Nations communities, it is our rural and regional communities, it is the Global South, my own family in Southeast Asia. And that is why we're sending a very clear message that enough is enough, we won't settle and we need to stop all new coal and gas. And that is why we're striking today. Overseas and high-profile US lawyer Richard Alec Murdoch has been found guilty of killing his wife and son in 2021 on their sprawling South Carolina country estate. It took the jury less than three hours of deliberation to reach a unanimous verdict. The 54-year-old has been charged with fatally shooting his wife Maggie and their youngest son Paul at dog kennels on their 700-hectare hunting lodge in June of 2021. The Southern Scandal, now subject to two documentaries, including a Netflix special, captivated the US due to the family's political and legal power around their county. South Carolina Attorney General Alan Wilson says justice has been achieved for Maggie and Paul. Today's verdict proves that no one, no one, no matter who you are in society, is above the law. A lot of people doubted that this process would work, and hopefully, for those who did doubt the process, hopefully we have instilled and put a little bit of faith back into you and your lives as you view this process as it unfolds. Alec Myrdal now faces a minimum of three decades in prison. A fire at a construction site in Hong Kong has triggered an evacuation of a residential building. Fire crews managed to extinguish several blazes after a fire erupted in the busy shopping district, the Mariners Club redevelopment. About 130 people from nearby buildings had to flee. No casualties have been reported. And as the two-week-long Sydney World Pride event draws to a close, over 50,000 people are expected to march across the iconic Sydney Harbour Bridge tomorrow, calling for global equality. 
the first ever World Pride Festival in Australia, which celebrates the LGBTQI plus community, is winding up after 17 days of activities, including Mardi Gras, First Nations programming and a human rights conference. Chief Executive of Equality Australia, Anna Brown, says the conference is the cornerstone event of Sydney World Pride. This conference reminds us that there is a serious side to all of the parties and glitter. We have celebrated the diversity of the culture and identity of people in our region, of our first peoples in Australia, and we've shone a light on the widespread human rights abuses faced by our communities worldwide. Together, we can create a world where we, where we are all free from discrimination and harm. Turning to sport and Canada's national women's football team has reached a short-term funding agreement as a funding dispute threatens their World Cup bid. Canada Soccer says the terms of the deal reflect the men's national team and a final collective bargaining agreement is still being negotiated. The women's national team's last agreement expired in 2021. In a statement, the body says the move is about equality, respect and dignity. And that's all the latest SBS News. I'm Hannah Kwan. Oh, 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 oh,